We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Blog Talk Radio. BDPAI Radio showcases IT entrepreneurs, technology experts, and computer science academics. We highlight people with a passion for educating our youth in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. BDPAI Radio Show serves the BDPA members, sponsors, entrepreneurs, educational institutions, and the black community. BDPAI Radio, linking business, education, and technology. Tonight, I have with me our new co-host, Jayla Cruz, hailing from Indianapolis, Indiana, and our first guest, Jonathan Lee, director at Montclair State University. So, Jayla, I am going to turn the microphone over to you. Welcome and thank you so much for extending your volunteer efforts within BDPA to now include being a co-host with BDPA iRadio. Jayla? Thank you, Fran, for that introduction. We have on the line Jonathan Lee. Jonathan, how are you? Jonathan? Okay, and let me just open his mic and... Okay. Yes, hello. Hello, Jonathan. How yes. are you? I'm fine, Jalen, yourself? I'm doing well. Um, I actually want to just get started off with sharing your bio information with our audience. Jonathan Lee okay. is the Director of Access Control and, and Systems at Montclair State University. He has been delivering facilities and utility technology solutions for over 20 years. Jonathan gave a workshop presentation at the 2014 BDPA Technology Conference on the topic Facilities Technology, Powering the Future. Jonathan will review his workshop presentation for our BDPA iRadio show audience. So, Jonathan, let's get started with the interview. How did you first find out about BDPA, and what has kept you involved? Prudential in early 2000s. And he and I were both supposed to go to the meetings and then join if it seemed like a good idea, but he never came back. I kept going to the program events, uh, met and clicked with the local New Jersey chapter, and I've been going there ever since. I stayed involved because of uh, the service and sacrifice that's exemplified by the chapter members and the uh, children that we affect. Uh, the local chapter puts good effort forth to make uh, the programs a success, such as their high school computing competition, and everybody leans on each other for support. So it's a very good environment, 
and um, I've enjoyed the whole process. In terms of your service to BDPA, what accomplishments are you the most proud of? Families and Technology Day, which will celebrate another annual event this coming May. And when I first joined BDPA, that was one of the main events that really kept me in awe when they were handing out laptops to hundreds of area families, having uh, STEM teachers and panelists in to deliver classes, to have technology workshops, and just got larger and larger, but it was so well organized. The model for the event was already in place, but we adjusted some parameters over the years. And as I got my feet wet, I was able to help more and more with the process. And the event really has a large impact on the local communities and their families. So I think think that's the one event that I'm most proud of. Right, and that sounds like an amazing experience. Um, as your director, as being the director of access controls and systems at Montclair State University, what are your key responsibilities? Uh, key responsibilities. Well, the Access Control and Systems Unit operates, maintains, manages all the physical, electronic, and alarm systems for the campus. That goes through maintenance, policies and procedures, administration, and project management. And projects range from normal operations, locks, access control, to full building specs, planning, and system implementation. Uh, right now, we're managing access program for uh, well over $120 million in new building and renovation projects for the university, including a new school of business, a center for science. So we're working with the project managers, architects, general contractors, and all phases of the process. Uh, the craziness is going to start soon because we have two new buildings that are set to go live in May and September, and we've programmed all the access control for the new buildings. When I first came there in '05, there were only about 12,000 students on campus, and now we're well over 20,000. So uh, okay. the, the the challenge, yeah, the cha the challenge jail has been as the square footage grows and the, and the usage grows, uh, the risk grows. So as the risk goes up, then access control and security becomes more critical to the future success of the university. So we we try to right. stay up, <laughs> we try to stay up and and keep pace with it, but. Uh, it's growing fast. It's growing very fast. Right. And that ties into your 2014 BDPA Technology Conference topic, Facilities Technology Powering the Future. Tell us a little bit more about your workshop presentation. Uh, the workshop, and it wound up being small uh, as far mm -hmm. as attendance was concerned, but I really liked that because it was a more personal feel to the presentation was able to reach out and talk to and get more input specifically from the people that were there. Um, mm -hmm. Besides providing the overall definition of facilities technology, I talked a bit about the diversity of facilities technology use, how they're enabled by peer technology areas like databases, networks, and applications, where facilities technology is more of an applied technology. We did have discussion on examples put forth regarding opportunities for seasoned technologists and students when looking for career paths, uh, the modern integrated facilities. Uh, we got into the more discussions about people coming from a facilities background who have a technology bent, 
as opposed to people who are technologists, but they learn a bit about facilities. So we talked about the job market and what the future is going to want as people go towards a sustainability. One of the stories that was included in the presentation was a. And we were talking about trying to get it right and letting the uh, the C-suite and above understand what's needed going forward. And the story was that one of the higher-level administrators I worked with, we were trying to get them to understand why facilities and technology have to align so closely uh, when planning for expansion, and the administrator didn't seem to get the message. Using their data center as an example, we said that if facilities doesn't provide you structure, power, cooling, and security, there is no data center, there is no technology. So the, what one of our, one of our um, attendees said, even wireless and virtual technologies are dependent upon real facilities for their operation. And he was a young man who said that, and he was, exact, he, he was exactly right. So he, he got it right off the bat, but here you are talking to a vice president, and he's giving you directions, and he didn't get it. So there was good interchange back and forth, and um, it was a really, a really a well-meaning event. I liked it. Great, great. So what two two lessons learned would you like to share with the BDPA iRadio audience? Hmm. Well, one, to remain agile in your thinking, be adaptive. I never thought I was going to be in a higher education space for work as I started in more pure technology doing coding and uh, systems implementation for a utility in northern New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And after some consulting work, the job market crashed and changed all that. So when the pieces mm-hmm. came back together, it kind of drove me in a different direction. But I had to shake off where I thought I was supposed to be and where I was for whatever was, was going to be in front. So I had to be adaptive and embrace what was coming forward. The other thing is our idea of how good we are. You may think that you're as good as you may think you're as good as your last success, but depending upon the environment, you may only be viewed as to be good as your current progress. Uh, therefore, with especially in operations, which uh, the facilities places that I work with now, um, depending upon who you work with and depending on how service-oriented they are, uh, the customer on hold doesn't really care about how your track record is and you know how many you know, programs you coded, but only how you can help them right now in this instance. So you really have to understand what's on your CV, but stay current and keep delivering, because depending upon the environment, you're only as good as what's in front of you, not not what's behind you. Mm-hmm. Okay, those are great lessons. In the remaining minutes, please share one final thought for BDPA members and sponsors. That's the only thing I can think of is uh, take every opportunity to give back. Uh, that was one of the reasons why I came to be. I stayed with BDPA after I got in there because of the the, the service and that they offered the community and how well everybody worked together. But it just reminded me to take every opportunity to give back. You never know how your time and effort can affect someone else in a positive way. And we've all come to this point, to this conversation right now with help from somebody else, and we should never let this circle become broken. Great. 
All yeah, right. That's all I have. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you again for speaking with us today. And thank you, Jayla. And now we are going to hear from our sponsors. Join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future at the 37th Annual National BDPA Technology Conference and Free Career Fair at the Washington Hilton Hotel, located at 1919 Connecticut Avenue, Northwest Washington, D.C., from August 18th to 22nd. BDPA is the largest African-American information technology association in the U.S., involved in training professionals and students in the fields of science, technology, engineering, and math. For the past 36 years, BDPA conferences have provided opportunities for innovators like you to get the knowledge and resources that are critical to stay on top. So please, from August 18th to 22nd, you too can join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future. For more information on BDPA's National Conference and Free Career Fair, please visit www.bdpa.org. Well, welcome back to the BDPAI radio show. Um, and congratulations, Jayla, for your first interview on the radio as a co-host. Some of you may nice remember that, that Jayla um, joined us as a guest a few years ago. So what I'm now going to do is several of you have heard um, both uh, Ron's story and Tim Butt on the radio have heard have heard um, Ron's story and Tim Butts on the radio as co-host. What we're now going to do is I'm going to interview them um, and just allow the BDPAI radio audience to get a sense of who they are behind the scenes. I'll first start with Tim, and I'm going to put him on the line. So, Tim, okay, and Tim, I see that you are not in a quiet house (laughs) and that there's a barking dog, but that's okay because what that says is that BDPA iRadio show um, is going on live. live. So, um, So, hmm, I don't know, Tim, if I can compete with the barking dog. <laughs> I think you're gonna stop. I think you can stop barking in a minute. Okay. Okay. okay fair enough. So, okay. Tim, um, yeah. you know, I'm going to. I know that you have been a guest on the show before, um, and I'd love for you to bring. Okay, Tim. What I'm going yes, to do is I'm going to. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'd love for you to um, bring our audience up to date. on what you're doing. And I'm going to say specifically within BDPA, um, just give us a response to the classic question, um, what got you involved in BDPA and how did you find out about the organization? Okay. So after graduate school, I first became aware of BDPA while working at Eli Lilly and Company in Indianapolis. And I visited a couple of uh, meetings over there and didn't join, but I was intrigued by it. And then after working at Eli Lilly uh, as a project manager, I actually was um, snatched away from Lilly. One of the gentlemen on the board of directors at Lilly was uh, at Mayo Clinic. 
and I moved to Rochester, Minnesota, which is where uh, the curiosity about BDPA continued. And so I and a few people at, B at uh, Mayo Clinic actually founded Southern Minnesota chapter, and uh, that's where I really sank my teeth into my BDPA experience. We uh, set up the full program both uh, internally for Mayo and IBM, which are the two core industries there in Rochester, Minnesota, and uh, really has set up a nice feeder program for the development of the students uh, in IT development from the various high schools. So we actually set up an on-site program where students could come in and work with us, and we were doing a lot of mentoring, uh, technical development, et cetera. And it was wonderful, and we did that for several years. And as you know from the track record, Southern Minnesota continues a wonderful legacy. So every time I go to a conference, no matter what city I might be living in now, I continue to thump my chest and say I'm proud of Southern Minnesota. <laughs> now I am currently in the uh, Cherry Hills, New Jersey area, and uh, keep my feet in the camps of the New Jersey BDPA and Philadelphia BDPA because uh, I'm kind of in proximity of both. And here I've been in leadership roles. I've been fortunate to have done uh, several programs as speaker. Uh, it's also afforded me the opportunity to get on several boards with colleges and be a featured lecturer with technical and healthcare IT expertise and just basically try to grow my business. I'm an entrepreneur in that business. But also with this opportunity to be a radio show co-host, it allows me to avail myself and uh, be really aware of what things are happening in the IT world. So when we have wonderful guests on, we can ask them questions and really get in depth and really compare notes as to how we go about doing our business, their methodologies, best practices, et cetera. And it's been a wonderful venue. So I feel very blessed to be part of this program and to share all the wonderful things going on within BDPA to our audience. That way we all keep the uh, whole drive alive to keep growing BDPA becomes aware of the great opportunity and the legacy of our organization. Uh, Tim, that's, that's really great. And um, what I'm going to do is bring Ron on and ask him the same question on how did he get involved in BDPA, and then I'll bring Jayla on, and then when we're finished, um, I'm just going to have ex an exchange between the three of us. So, Tim, I really appreciate you sharing your story and really taking us from the beginning um, to now and your involvement as a co-host. So thank you, thank and you. I'm going to have you stay on the line. So, Vaughn, yep. welcome. How are you this evening? I'm great, Fran. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. So, Ron, um, now you get to play guest instead of uh, co-host. Uh, share with the audience, how did you first find out about BDPA, and what's kept you involved? Um, it's gonna. I'm gonna date myself. Uh, first, uh, actually, uh, involved with BDPA um, via the founder, one of the co-founders, Earl Pace, um, and some work that I was doing as a um, director of career planning and placement with a two-year college in, in Philadelphia. I was looking for some ways to um, develop our students to be involved in internships and co-ops as well as placement and had come to find out about BDPA and, um, and the organization. I um, actually um, ended up placing some students, talking to some of the staff members at Pace Data Systems, 
and getting an opportunity to talk to uh, Earl Pace, and he actually recruited me to get more involved uh, with the organization. Um, so earlier on, I'm going. I'm actually going back, Fran, over uh, a couple of decades. I'm really talking about 30 years ago. Um, so throughout that time, being involved um, as a member, um, as a lead, in leadership position through, throughout BDPA, and um, virtually being involved with the um, uh, growing of the Philadelphia um, chapter. Uh, that actually what brought me in, involved in the, in the organization. Uh, one, looking out for the computer students um, that we had um, through my personal involve, of involvement um, in, in BDPA. Um, I had uh, an IT background trained in mainframe, and back in the day as uh, the PC started taking shape, um, really had to find ways to utilize that uh, new technology um, and apply it in my job. And uh, BDPA was very, very helpful in that. That's one of the reasons I stayed involved was the personal professional development. Um, and in, in so doing in that sharing, uh, positioning myself to also give back. Um, as I mentioned a moment ago, in leadership positions, uh, because I have a, a career development and human resources background as well, availed um, myself to, be, to leverage uh, that expertise to work with um, members in the organization uh, with helping them in their careers. Um, to look at an individual such as Howard James, who's a, who's a past president, um, and working with him closely um, under under his leadership with the uh, membership chair, and also um, working with um, a gentleman um, who is, who is um, deceased now, but uh, David Adams uh, was very active um, in BDPA um, some years ago, and, and he really was my catalyst uh, with getting involved in, in the sense of uh, uh, David uh, had a company where he worked with um, placing um, minorities um, in IT um, um, in an executive search type of function uh, with companies uh, uh, throughout the um, Philadelphia region and really throughout nationally. Uh, that involvement um, enabled me to look at uh, the challenges we've had uh, within our corporate structure and within the IT field, and as well as what Earl was sharing with us uh, to, to not only get us involved, but to, to look at ways in which uh, we can better ourselves in our careers and to uh, work within a, a corporate structure or within IT. And, and again, a giving and a sharing of information so that we can help one another move along in our careers. Uh, matter of fact, I'd like to share this from this perspective, uh, which, which was helpful. Um, many people, when they work with the search, um, an executive search or, or, or a um, um, a placement organization, uh, that individual recruiter would actually take um, an individual's talent and just move them from company A to company B um, in a sense to make a placement. There was no um, upward mobility. It was mostly narrow moves um, years ago. And, and what Earl was helpful for us to do, and as well as with David, was to look at ways in which we could take our talent, um, move to a new organization, but have um, additional um, skill sets um, um, that we could work with so it wouldn't be mostly a lateral move. We had, we had looked at um, the movement within the membership as individuals were moving from company to company or from position to position. A lot of times it was lateral moves and not much more as far as um, income or salary. And, and we wanted to look at ways to, to impact that as a change to, so that if a person moves from company A to company B, they actually were moving 
with a promotion uh, with, 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 um, within those particular um, organizations and providing those, um, uh, that mentor type of um, relationship for the individual wouldn't feel alone as they were <clears throat> moved into other companies. And a lot of times um, we were the only people of color in the organizations in which we worked in in IT. Uh, so with that in mind, BDPA has been very um, um, uh, involved, uh, very um, um, helpful, and, and as well as a guiding, I would say a guiding light in providing that mentorship and, and that guidance for um, um, young IT professionals um, then as well as now. It is, it is. Thank you, Ron. It really is not amazing. It's really phenomenal that BDPA has been a guiding light. And it's wonderful that you're bringing in the history. Um, Tim talked about being a founding member of Southern Minnesota. And you know, you're, you're sharing your stories about being involved very early on with our founder. Um, and you know, BDPA is getting ready to celebrate um, 40 years um, with our 2015 uh, national conference. So, you know, the 40th year anniversary. Um, Earl was a visionary along with um, his co-founders, and it's really very, very exciting that we're here today um, to continue the legacy and really actively participate. So, Ron, I want to thank you again for your service and um, continuing your involvement by being a co-host. What I'm going to do now, oh, you're welcome, is I'm going to open up Jayla's mic. And I had mentioned earlier that Jayla has been a guest on the show. Tonight is her first time being a co-host. Um, but Jayla, for those folks that may not have heard your earlier interview a few years ago, um, would you share with us how did you first find out about BDPA and what's kept you involved? Sure. I first heard about BDPA. Well, my father actually introduced me to the program. Uh, he went to a meeting and heard about the program and was very impressed with what was being taught in the program and the opportunities um, for young students. So he came to me and he was just like, this is a very good program to get involved with and I think that you should go and see uh, just try it out and, and see where it goes from there. So I did start to go to some of the meetings, and I really enjoyed learning how to code and getting the, the instant gratification of, like, having a goal and then seeing whatever it is that you've created on paper and then seeing that on a, on a real website. So I thought that was amazing, and the experience with going to – um, nationals and being able to compete and network and uh, just learn a lot about being in another state and city was amazing. So definitely um, has been a very exciting experience. And uh, the opportunity, I've been able to have the opportunity to earn several scholarships, which have helped out with college dearly, <laughs> um, networking, leveraging, and the resources uh, the ability to learn new skills. Um, with the skills that I learned, I was able to start my own digital magazine when I was 17 years old. And we interviewed people such as Taylor Swift, Kiki Palmer, 
uh, Cody Simpson, Young Stars and Starlets, Trevor Jackson, and um, various others um, that we have the ability to um, interview. And um, then after that, uh, I have launched my own fashion business and technology blog called Chic Technista, which mixes things that are chic and classy with technology. So I call it a Chic Technista. And um, then my most current project I'm working on is mixing fashion, philanthropy, and technology. And um, we launched that website, which is called risetotherunway.com. And so definitely I have to give shout-outs to the BDPA team. I want to thank them because I know that it's made up of a group of volunteers and people who take the time out of their busy days to who really see something in the program and who want to give back to the community and help young individuals out there find a pathway to become successful. And the program can and does create an impact. Wow, that is, you know, you're, it just kind of puts uh, shivers up and down my spine because this is what individuals like Wayne Hicks, Executive Director of the BDPA Education and Technology Foundation, tell our sponsors. Um, this is what the national BDPA board members, you know, share with new leaders. Um, so, Jayla, it's so refreshing to have your perspective and energy. And again, I want to thank you for extending um, your involvement with BDPA in being part of the co-host team for BDPA iRadio. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. And what I'm now going to do, I had mentioned that I was going to um, bring you, Tim, and Ron on the line. And before I do that, I want to bring Everaldo into the studio and because Everaldo is behind the scenes in New York City, and over the last three years that iRadio has been um, on the air, he has been involved in helping to make sure that things happen. So Everaldo, I want to say a big thank you to you, and I also want to get you involved in the conversation. So would you share um, from behind the scenes how did you first get involved in BDPA, and, and what kept you involved? Okay, well, uh, thank you, Fran, for including me in on the show. And um, uh, for the listening audience, again, my name is Everaldo Gallimore, and I'm, uh, I'm the board producer behind the show. Um, uh, Fran, I believe the first question was, how did I hear about BDPA? Um, or the How Did I Hear About BDPA iRadio, but I believe it was about... Well, yes, yes. Let's, let's uh, sort oh. of go back to BDPA, <laughs> the entire organization. Um, uh, how did uh -huh. you first hear about BDPA? Because you're a graphic designer. I mean, that's where you live and play mm -hmm. and create. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think mm -hmm. I recall from some uh, earlier conversations that... Um, you know, why don't you why don't you share the story? How did you get involved? Okay, well, yeah, the story was um, um, as a graphic designer, um, and um, well, as a graphic designer, I was exposed to you know, a lot of technology, uh, computer, radio, um, um, 
well, radio because of the commercials uh, being produced in the uh, advertising agencies I was working in, uh, to computers because all of us designers had to be on, on computers uh, to actually design. And also working for a record company as a designer, being exposed to production, uh, how things were going on in the background. So one of my friends who was... Um, uh, for one of the agencies I worked for, she was a member of BDPA, and um, she was the one who introduced me to uh, BDPA. She 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 exposed me to Black Dot Data Processors, you know, um, association, and um, so I was impressed. I mean, she she explained to me, oh, there's a whole organization of Black data, data, black data processes. So, I um, I was, nah, I'm not a big organization guy, so I wasn't quite um, excited about big organizations. I was like, oh well, what, you know, are they artists? She said, oh, don't, don't let me, um, don't let me pre-sell it. You go there, you meet them, and you, I'll, you see what, how you like it, and. She said, you're going to be amazed uh, by the vibrancy and by the activity of this organization. You're going to like it. So I went and I showed up at the New York, at the New York um, chapter, and I was amazed and I was impressed. And I was uh, just very impressed by all the all the talent in the room and the, the fellowship and the, the um, all the support that the – that everybody in the organization had for each other. And, um, you know, um, so I made a lot of contacts, and that's what she really wanted. She said, you're a graphic designer. And at that time, I was launching my own business uh, as for a design firm for myself. So um, that was the best thing for me, and she got pushed me out. She got me into the pool, and... Um, you know, after that, um, that's where I met Fran, where I met you, Fran. So I became, um, and Fran introduced me to chapters in Washington, and um, I went to visit other chapters. I believe it was Washington and uh, uh, D.C. chapter. Anyway, I was just, and then I was speaking, she, she um, uh, asked me if I wanted to speak to some students about, um, design technology, graphic design technology, and um, and also branding and marketing and what was that like for um, uh, people in technology and how to brand themselves and sell themselves. And I I I loved it, you know, because I like talking, you know. Um, so uh, that was um, that was my baptismal by fire then water, I would say. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Well, Everaldo, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story as well. Um, it, it's really exciting and interesting to hear the different paths that people take. So I am now going to open up all the mics. So now we have Ron, Kim, Jayla, Everaldo, and myself on the line. And um, one of the topics that I, I wanted you know, just to have a conversation. So we may end up talking over each other because we can't uh, see each other. But one of the topics is that we are, in fact, as an organization, 
celebrating the 40th anniversary. BDPA was founded in 1975. It's now 2015. And on August 18th through the 22nd of this year, BDPA will celebrate its 37th annual conference at the Washington Hilton with the theme, The Evolution of IT, Embracing the Digital Future. So what I wanted to do is, Ron, you mm -hmm. have been involved in BDPA. Um, I wanted to get your perspective, understanding that we're moving into the 37th annual conference. From your perspective, as someone who's been involved in BDPA, um, is a major motivator for attending the upcoming conference and what would be your words of advice for someone who hasn't already completed their registration for the upcoming conference? Um, I would share uh, definitely, um, as I had shared earlier, to uh, become and, and get involved, the um, networking, uh, the fellowship, uh, the knowledge base um, that, uh, that that the participants and the members have and share amongst one another, uh, the brother and sisterhood. Um, one of the, one of the fantastic things that I find um, that, that that I've that I've realized being involved with BD, truthfully, the love that the uh, membership um, um, locally and nationally share amongst one another. Um, um, one of the surprising, surprising attributes in, in, in being involved in BDPA is, is what what has been um, affectionately called the BDPA hub, um, where where you know whereby it's not that handshake um, and say hey it's nice meeting you it's like hey come here and you know, give me a hug show me some love um, that type of um, camaraderie and that type of um, affection uh, just permeates the professionalism. Um, that that that's uh, about throughout the the organization, uh, the workshops, um, the like I shared before, the knowledge base um, of, of current technologies and future technologies. Um, a lot of the members are have been on the forefront um, of 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 what we see now in 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 information technologies and in computing. Uh, so again, if if one wanted to find out information about um, where they are in their professional uh, career within um, IT, um, and as well as to find out what's 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 coming up, what's current, what's uh, to, to be involved in the uh, in attend the 37th annual conference, uh, you, you would be able to find out all those things there, as well as to meet new friends and, and new professionals um, um, in, in, in that arena. Well, thank you, Ron, and, and that uh, I, I totally agree with you. Tim, I'm going to go with you. Yeah. Same question. Um, based on your experience, why should someone register right now for the 37th Annual BDPA National Conference? Okay, so first and foremost, as a businessman, it makes sense to register early and get an early bird special because you're going to go and get a great experience, and why not pay an early bird special which would intend to lead other people to also come on board. When you see that preponderance of people lining up and saying, hey, this is exciting, I'm coming, and they see the numbers growing, 
that critical mass grows. People say, oh, he's going, he's going. More and more people will go. flip side of that is, why do you want to go? Because so many of us are scattered around doing our work, sometimes not even being that social. Here's an opportunity to get with people like yourselves that are wanting to be social, wanting to share, wanting to um, tap into uh, what you're doing, share what they're doing, and be open and really talk about the different uh, commonalities you have. Not talking about their differences, but really talk about the commonalities within IT. So you have different facets of IT, different facets of, as you said before, Ron, uh, data processing people, which is somewhat passe, but the legacy of the data processing and how it's transitioned over to IT professionals, that's another wonderful thing that comes with being a member and attending this organization. You can see that historical perspective of how this has grown and changed, but yet maintained continuity and real presence. It really has developed a, um, a reason for being. So you can come meet, the, meet one of the founders. You can be there and participate in workshops, develop your skill sets, and also volunteer for future opportunities to be a leader in the organization. I think back to when I was there as a youngster, and I came in, saw other people doing things, and it really motivated me to aspire to greater things. And it really, it really becomes true. I've aspired to greater things. I've had great role models within the organization. Some people, I've even had some very good competitors within the organization. And that also helps us to sharpen our swords, sharpen our, our, our skills, and other things. So those are the reasons why I would say come together. The camaraderie, the, the personal development, the professional development, and also this is a milestone year. Forty years uh, in Philadelphia, um, and the founder being here, we're going to have a uh, chapter meeting and talk about the state of the chapter and how things will come together. So I look at the national level and say, wow, huge anniversary, come together to celebrate, to learn, and to say, what's on the horizon? How can I help make this last another 40 years? That's what it's all about. That's why people should come. Great. Thank you, Tim. And Jayla, um, your perspective, why should people register right now for the 37th annual conference? Yes, I think that if you look at it, um, I think that if you are sitting from the perspective of a person who's passionate about technology, as a person who maybe wants to learn more about technology, as a student, as a college student, as a graduate student, as a prospective college student, as a high school student, um, students in general and professionals, I would say that if it's, it, it's an opportunity for you to learn, and the major thing out of it is when you go online and you take a look at the website at bdpa.org, and you just go to the About page, and you start looking up more information about the, pro, the organization, and um, even dig deeper and to start to really look at some of the past videos. If it, it, it has to really sit and sink inside of you and really move you, I would say, and the one thing that is important is that everyone makes their, themselves valuable. So if you bring something of value to the table, no matter where, where, you, where you're going, what organization that you're, you're going to support, 
um, or or what event you're going to, you should always make yourself somebody who is valuable. And when you have a, a, a an organization as such um, in a meeting celebrating a 40-year anniversary and you have all of these like-minded individuals in one space and everyone has the goal and the mindset to make themselves valuable at that moment, then you can make magic happen. And that's when innovation happens. That's when leaders grow. That's when um, that's when movement starts to happen. That's when um, the greater good can be achieved and uh, so much can be achieved when everyone works together. And um, that's what I think. I think to, to um, go and, and, as a student, attend the workshops and take notes and, and go and work on your resume and print it out and make sure that it looks good and, and everything's tightened down on the spelling. <laughs> and, um, and just go and have a great time and enjoy the experience and um, just make yourself valuable and, and try to help someone else out or um, share something insightful with them. And um, it, 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 overall, it's, it's a great experience to partake in. Wow. That's, uh, again, thank you. Thank you so much, Shayla. And Emeraldo, I want to get uh, your perspective. As you mentioned earlier, you've attended a few of the national conferences on the Eastern Seaboard. What's a reason that you would give to someone to register now for the upcoming conference in August? Okay, let me open your mic. Sorry about that. Okay, Emeraldo. Okay, Emeraldo may have been checking. I see he stepped away. So, folks, um, I am going to share with you, Jayla raised a really good point. If you haven't done so already, check out the updated BDPA.org website. Mm -hmm. um, there is a lot of information about the organization, and there under the events section, there is actually right now, if you are interested in being a presenter, there is still an open call for presenters. Um, that uh, closes on January the 26th. Um, but again, if you are interested in being a presenter, you'll want to make sure that you submit your abstract. And I will share with you that if you are selected as a presenter for the conference, your conference registration is complimentary. Um, although BDPA does not pay presenters an honorarium or a speaker fee, and presenters are responsible for their own travel and lodging. So what I'm going to do is play one of the conference ads, and I'm going to encourage our listening audience just to tune into that. And then when we come back, I'll have some closing words from Ron, Tim, Jayla, and Everaldo. Join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future at the 37th Annual National GDPA Technology Conference and Free Career Fair at the Washington Hilton Hotel, located at 1919 Connecticut Avenue, Northwest Washington, D.C., from August 18th to 22nd. BDPA is the largest African-American information technology association in the U.S., involved in training professionals and students in the fields of science, technology, engineering, and math. For the past 36 years, BDPA conferences have provided opportunities for innovators like you to get the knowledge and resources that are critical to stay on top. So please, 
from August 18th to 22nd, you too can join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future. For more information on BDPA's National Conference and Free Career Fair, please visit www.bdpa.org. Okay, and we're back. Jim, um, you had the pleasure of interviewing um, Jonathan Lee, and I know that he shared some of his lessons learned and final thoughts. Um, and in thinking about the interviews that you've had within your own businesses, plural, um, what are some takeaways that you'd like to leave our listening audience about technology and um, the organization? Me? No, Jayla. Sure. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> uh, just just uh, given the fact that you've had a chance to um, interview people outside of BDPAI radio as well as um, your first interview with Jonathan Lee, what are, um, what's a lesson learned or a final thought that you'd like to leave our listening audience with this evening? Yeah, I'd like to say that um, overall, I think that um, the technology area, definitely the community for individuals, uh, and especially people of color, there's a ways to go as far as the the impact that needs to be made, and, and there's a lot that can be that still can be done out there in the community to help strengthen the diversity in the technology arena. So I think that it's it's just best to really that's and that's the reasons why I've I've have the passion in the technology area and I I try to um I've launched the blog that, that focuses in fashion and technology and business to be able to give me the platform to be able to share things that are involving with fashion and, and technology and business that maybe a quote or maybe just um, something that needs to be shared in the field and so that viewers can be able to see uh, something out there and have a connection or relatability to it. So I think that um, really the, the growth and expansion has to be done and more people, more shares, more support, more resources, and um, just I just think that um, with that, then we'll find more growth and and we'll we'll achieve more diversity in the in the arena. Thank you, Jayla. Um, Ron, your thoughts, a final thought as we begin to wrap up the show for this evening. Well, I like the uh, one of the teasers in the. Uh, promo for the National Conference is to enjoy the evolution of IT, and it's been um, my experience um, over the years to watch the um, impact of IT um, on our, just in our daily lives, but even more more so, the involvement of uh, BDPA and um, of African Americans in IT and of us um, as a community, making our mark um, in the contributions of, of information and technology. 
so the uh, impact of uh, for professionals, uh, the involvement of BDPA with its uh, youth in its communities nationally uh, through its various programs, uh, through secure competition, and others that have been um, um, uh, uh, that has spawned uh, youth leadership, um, has spawned the interest of uh, uh, youth and other young professionals in the IT arena, um, entrepreneurship, as well as community. Uh, so it's a thought that I would like to uh, leave with the audience is to, um, to get involved and to be involved at um, BDPA as a platform for um, IT and a platform for the uh, IT in its, in its future uh, is, is, is brought forth and set through, again, the camaraderie, uh, the, the sharing, the information that's, uh, that's uh, shared amongst um, memberships and, and even the programs that's, uh, that's uh, uh, put forward in, 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 at the local level as well as at the national level. Uh, so, again, I would uh, use the, the moniker of enjoy the evolution of IT and become involved with BDPA. Wow. Thank you, Ron. And Tim, a final thought as we begin to wrap up the show. So why BDPA and why now? As the as we review these great years of the organization being here, I'm a lifetime member. I think it's well important to put your three T's in focus. I'll talk about putting your time, your talents, and your treasure out there. And having invested so much into the organization, other individuals now have the opportunity to come in and learn the legacy of the organization to really make a mark as technology, as STEM as a whole, has really come into the forefront. And acknowledging that there has been a substantial gap with minorities, particularly our black people, within IT and STEM, you can come in, get surrounded by other individuals with like minds, and really help make a difference as we move forward as a people in this environment, in this industry, and in these intersections of other industries. Why not do it in a way where you can impact society and do it in a way where you can teach people, make a walk away, and help make other things better? That's where I think BDPA and the collaborative mindset really is an important thing. So if you come together with an idea, an ideology, that we are an association, we are a conglomerate, and not just a me or a you, but a we, then we really can make a difference and um, be the ballers, be the high-profile people that know their stuff and really impact the change of technology. You hear what's going on out on the West Coast in terms of Silicon Valley and how there's a real shortage of minorities working out there. I go out there and I don't see myself, but I know within this organization we have more than enough talent to, to, to do the same things, if not outperform Silicon Valley. Why not? Why are we not out there? Why are we not in, in, in incorporated into that? Why, is that? why is that breakdown there? Why is that digital divide still there? That's one of the workshops that's there at, the, uh, at our conference, and you can help bring solutions to those types of issues and so we can all move forward together and make things better in our society. That's why I continue to be involved, and that's one of the great things about this organization. We continue to evolve. We take on challenges like that, and that's why we're still here, because we've been successful in taking on challenges but we've also learned from each other and uplifted each other as we do it. Wow. 
very, very powerful. I am very proud to be part of this team. Um, it's really very exciting that through technology, through volunteerism, and through a shared vision that we're able to uh, talk with and connect with EPA members, leaders, sponsors, and stakeholders. And I really want to thank everyone for being on the show. I certainly want to give a special thanks to our guest, Jonathan Lee, Director of Access Control and Security Systems at Montclair State University. Jonathan is a member of the BDPA New Jersey chapter. I also, again, want to thank Jayla Cruz, Tim Butts, and Ron Story for being co-hosts. And I want to thank Emeraldo Gallimore for working behind the scenes. So join us every Tuesday, excuse me, the, the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. And we, our next show will be Tuesday, January 27, 2015. We will continue to promote the conference. We definitely want to be part of the communications team that shares with you BDPA's mission, which is to be a global member, focused technology organization that delivers programs and services for the professional well-being of its stakeholders. And BDPA's vision is to be a powerful advocate for the stakeholders' interest in technology industry. I'm Fran McNeil. Thank you so much for listening. And join us on January 27th. BDPA iRadio, linking business, education, and technology. The BDPA iRadio show creates a vibrant communications platform that speaks to all BDPA stakeholders. Hosted by Fran McNeil, sponsored by the BDPA Education and Technology Foundation, and the Executive Director, Wayne Hicks. Produced by Everaldo Gallimore. Technical advice by John Melanson. BDPA iRadio broadcasts the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. Join us on blogtalkradio.com backslash BDPA. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.